Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Jazz in transition. Royce transition three front rimmed it. Mike Conley runs it down. Underhand scoop to Don. High arcing three is perfect. Lyles has it. Throws away the outlet pass. Picked up by the Jazz. Three on one. Clarkson. Left corner three. Pow! Dave Cunningham with the basketball in between the circles. Off the hesitation. Slips it up and in. Counted and a foul on O'Neal. Cunningham with the basketball again with Cade against Bogdanovich. Steps back on him and hits a three. Highlights as the Utah Jazz build a 22-point lead and then get beat by 10. A horrific second half. It really started going wrong midway through the second quarter. The Jazz ended the first half poorly. They missed Rudy Gobert. They should have defended better than that even without him. A 78-point second half sinks the Jazz 126 to 116. Three in a row on the road, PK. This trip started so well. Yeah, that was brutal. That was an embarrassment. Detroit sucks, and you got you got beat. I mean, by one point, it would have been awful, but you basically got blown out in the second half. Yep. 31 points from Donovan Mitchell. You barely noticed because Detroit was scoring on every time down. The Jazz just couldn't uh, couldn't get a run together. The run they got together was when Trey Lyles was guarding Hassan Whiteside in the first half. That was a mismatch. What a size disadvantage there. Huge size disadvantage. But the Jazz didn't really capitalize on that in the second half, and they ended up getting beat. Jazz are off today. They return home to take on Cleveland tomorrow night. Then they're off until the weekend with the Nuggets. Buller did mention during the broadcast that Joe was starting to work his way back, whether that means Wednesday or Sunday, I don't know, but I'd be surprised if it was after that, the way Buller brought it up, but that's just reading between the lines. Oh, I think he's playing tomorrow. I think he's ready for Cleveland. He's Joe. Yeah. He go. Joe go. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Now it's Giannis who will take the pass into the front court. Flips it out top to Middleton again. Inside to Giannis. Giannis underneath the defense. Lays it in up close as it swivels around the rim and drops. Jalen Brown quick three right side is good. Schroeder found him. And Brissett just claps his hands together because he just got there a half second too late. And Indiana finally gets the lead and it lasts for eight seconds. Randall, he's open. Take the three. Works it so quickly. Open. Passing on the three. To the corner now. Barrett, his three is good. Nick's had a couple of good looks, but it's Barrett who drains it from the corner. Ball. Dribbles right. In the lane. Off balance shot. Is good from inside the honeycomb. LaMelo Ball was facing the sideline and he still knocks down the jumper. Highlights from around the NBA, the Jazz and the Cavs on Wednesday. The Cavaliers beat the Kings last night, 109-108. Double-doubles for Jared Allen and Darius Garland. Allen with 18 points and 17 rebounds. Although J.B. Bickerstaff, you love hearing the name Bickerstaff, don't you, PK? J.B. Bickerstaff upset that the Cavs had 17 turnovers and allowed 15 offensive rebounds. That sounds like the Jazz on the nights they struggle. Too many turnovers, too many offensive rebounds, too many possessions for the other guys. Sure, yeah. But they got the win. And now both teams will be off tonight and at it on Wednesday night. 
Bucks lost to the Hornets, 103-99. Defending champs getting beat by uh, getting beat by Charlotte there. And the Blazers took down the Nets, 114 to 108. Anthony Simons, 23 points and 11 assists for Portland in that one. Did you know that Chauncey Billup called Kyrie Irving the most skilled point guard in history? I did. Not the best. He went with the most skilled. He was. That's basically Billup's version of Bowler Jack going best pure point guard. Yeah, I don't think that's restricted to Bowler Jack. I mean, I think that was the way to get Magic uh, reduced and put Stockton there by putting in the word pure. I just didn't see that, man. What, what's the definition of skilled? I mean, nobody cares that Brooklyn lost to Portland. The story is that Billups thinks I, I re, Kyrie Irving is the most skilled point guard in history. He's just saying that, like Locke saying, oh, Toronto is the worst matchup ever because they're the next one and we're the Nets, we're the, the Nets were the next team. He's just trying to build him up. The most skilled point guard? That's, uh, That's plausible. a travesty. That's as plausible a uh, explanation as any. I will not stand for that. The most skilled point guard? Get out of town. <laughs> magic, magic, and magic. Go to the outskirts. Do not be- You do not belong in the city anymore. Shunned. Shun him now. The shunning begins. The shunation? Yes. Who would you put in your top five most skilled point guards? Magic. Is Oscar. he the most skilled? Most skilled? Yes. Why? What was his skill level that superseded everyone else? Handled the ball, great passer, and partly because he was tall and he saw over the top of everybody. But it wasn't just that. What was it? Give we we got time. <laughs> We're just going to read a bunch of box scores. Who gives he a rip pass. that he, the Celtics beat the Pacers? Nobody cares. Well, actually, I was about to end the NBA and get out of the NFL, which is what everyone's caring about because the playoffs are about to start. For all the reasons we've talked about for 30 years, I mean, the guy hit huge shots. He deferred to other people, but whatever you needed. If he needed to get to the hoop and get a bucket, he got to the hoop and get a bucket. If he needed to hit big free throws, he hit big free throws. If you needed him to hit a three, he hit a three. If you needed him to get somebody else an easy basket, he got somebody else an easy basket. Whatever you needed to win, do to win, Magic just kept delivering it over and over. So and he, he was the mailman? It, and he did it. No. He said delivered. I know, that's true. And not once did you mention anything about defense. I don't ever want to hear defense out of your mouth again. They you, hit, I, no, you went through. I let you have the whole time, and you didn't mention defense. Well, skilled point guard just doesn't include one end, buddy. No defense whatsoever. I never, ever want to hear you mention defense again, you two-faced hypocrite. Hence the pure point guard debate, because Magic often did not defend point guards. It's they too late. Make, they'd it's make too Cooper late. do it, or they would make uh, Byron Scott do it. Okay, that's that's an historical fact. That doesn't yeah. acknowledge the most skilled point guard. Well, I'm not going to sit here and talk about how he defended other point guards when he didn't do it. Uh, oh, but that's that's part of it. So then he has a, a zero You're on the defensive end. and you agree. Most skilled no, you're big on defense. I blow off defense. I don't care about defense. You do. But I never want to hear it again. Never, ever, ever. We do this show another 25 more years. I don't ever want to hear it. Well, you're going to hear it in the next segment or two. I ain't going to so pay attention. Later this ah. hour. Ah!
Want to rock and roll all day. Okay. That's night. You party in the day. You rock and roll at night. You party in the day. Well, get it right. Sometimes. Get it uh, right. You know, I went to UC Santa Barbara. So, so you rock and roll in the too. night and day? Yeah, exactly. Well, when do you party? Well, both. It just depends. It's, it's just opposite, but on any given day, you flip a coin. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Should we party or rock and roll? So we get a coin out and flip it. Well, at 2 o'clock, we were at intramurals. Who are we kidding? Or intramurals? Man, I was sleeping off the night before. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I love Jim Harbaugh. He had the opportunity once before to come to, to the uh, Miami Dolphins, but uh, he's at the University of Michigan, as everybody really knows. And I guess that's really, that is my school I graduated from, and I'm very involved in it. And I'm not going to be the person that takes Jim Harbaugh to the University of Michigan. I hope he stays there. He is a great coach. As Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, so cross Harbaugh off the list there. I'd be furious if I was a Dolphins fan. <laughs> you're like, why not Harbaugh? He took a team. To I the mean, Super I don't Bowl. care if you hire Harbaugh, but what you're telling me is that Michigan is more important than Miami Dolphins because you went there. That's what. That's the message I take. I have no idea if Jim Harbaugh would succeed there. Nick Saban, the greatest college coach of all time, couldn't succeed there. So why would I assume Jim Harbaugh? See, but you're telling me your actions show. Where are you? You When people have multiple jobs, where are they? Because then you know where their priority is, wherever they are. Especially when they got a conflict. And here, you got a conflict, so you're telling me your priority is your alma mater? I'd be furious if I was a Miami Dolphins fan. Fortunately, you're not. Bull crap. I've loved Earl Morrill for years. (laughs) Nice. 50 years ago, but nice. Hence for years. Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians stumping for Tom Brady to be the NFL MVP, telling reporters, I think if he doesn't get it, it's a travesty. Most completions ever. 5,000 yards, touchdowns, a whole nine yards. To me, it's not even a close race. He only got nine yards? The whole nine yards is an expression. Oh. Did you know out of left field? It's also great on third and eight. I learned, or second and eight for that matter. Any fourth and eight, first and eight, yeah. it doesn't matter. Fourth and eight, Chargers, Raiders. Good yeah. Call. Did you know out of left field, I heard that, that expression came. There was a mental hospital outside of Wrigley back in the day in left field. No idea. And that's where they said, yeah, were you coming out of left field? I had no that's idea. politically correct today. Incorrect. So you can't say not, that. Not all, yeah. but nonetheless, that's the history. Yeah. I did not know that. That's I where it began. Never heard that. So if you ever see somebody says, oh, that was a so left field. So all those people sit on the rooftops and it's homes now, but back what, in the day. What up, homes? Was it immediately across the street or was it like, you know, a quarter mile down there? I don't freaking know. <laughs> Carolina Panthers GM Scott Fitter told reporters franchise has no intention at all of trading all pro running back Christian McCaffrey despite his repeated injury spells that have marked his career to this it's point. because nobody would want him. Only get only get fifty cents on the dollar for him right now. Seahawks back of quarterback Geno Smith arrested on suspicion of DUI. Slated to be an unrestricted free agent. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 
Goal to go for the dogs. Break the huddle quickly. I formation. Bennett going to hand it off to Zamir. He drives in behind those big, massive bodies. Touchdown, Georgia. The dogs take the lead. Here's Bryce rolling right. Looks, throws. Touchdown, Alabama. At the goal line, Cameron Latu. Man in motion to the near side. Then they reverse it with Billingsley. Back to the right. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Let the celebration begin. We had to lose a national championship. I'd rather lose one to one of the former assistants who sort of did a great job for us and has done a great job with his program and his team. And uh, if any te- team deserves, they deserve it. They played great all year. Uh, we were the only team to beat them in the SEC championship game. There's the sound, Nick Saban, and the highlights before that as Georgia beats Alabama in the rematch. And Georgia is the national champs for the first time in 41 years. They had Vince Dooley at the game and shots of him and a heck of a fourth quarter after a snoozer of a first half, PK. Vince Dooley, huh? Yeah, there he was. That resonated with you. Why'd you bring that up? Because Georgia wins the title for the first time in 41 years and he's a coach. Vince Dooley? I bet you didn't bring up Herschel Walker. He was the star running back. Yeah, you're right, I didn't. I know. Should have brought up Herschel Walker. Who was more important to that team? Vince Dooley or Herschel Walker? Vince Dooley, because he got Herschel Walker. How do you know? How do you know it wasn't uh, we give Dennis Erickson all the credit for getting Tyler Huntley? We don't give it to Kyle Whittingham. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But we give Kyle for credit for everything. So. <laughs> no, we just give him the cash. <laughs> <laughs> Ching! Yeah, brother. Kylie or Kaylee Ringo? He was the star. Because? I just want to say Ringo and the star. I was going to say, get with it. Take a drink of water. Think about what I just said. So, it's interesting to note that Kylie Ringo, so you have Bryce Young. Who grew up in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. He went to school at Modern Day, which is not exactly right down the street. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but uh, my man, Kylie Ringo, uh, he's from the Phoenix area. Another one got away. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> yeah. It's close by Jason Munns, who I believe had a big-time connection to ASU, but... It don't matter. He's out. That's what uh, George Klyavkov was talking about. Got to keep our kids home. West Coast kids going to Alabama and going to Georgia. And going to Florida and LSU and Oklahoma and Ohio State. Yeah. He's a five-star prospect. The number four overall prospect nationally. Stetson Bennett, the fourth. 17 of 26, 224 yards, two fourth-quarter touchdown passes. Former walk-on who went to a J.C. Preferred walk-on. Preferred walk-on. Went to a J.C., came back, worked his way up from third on the depth chart, wins the national championship at his dream school. Will that convince anyone to stay at their dream school and stick it out? Or He told Mommy and Daddy in the second grade, I think, I'm going to do that. What a story. He was crying. He was sobbing on the sidelines. I felt so bad. Started as soon as the interception happened. Didn't even see the return to the end zone. No. Why had tears in his eyes? How can you see that? You know, you got to wipe away the tears. 
A preferred walk-on. I went to ASU. I was an unpreferred walk-on. Quarterback moves. DTR. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Will return for one more year at UCLA. Super senior. Former Washington State quarterback Jaden DeLora announced he will play for Arizona. FCS star Cameron Ward will replace DeLora in Pullman, joining his former head coach Eric Morris at Wazoo after Morris left the University of Incarnate Word to become the Cougars' offensive coordinator. Put up all kinds of stats there. Heavily pursued quarterback, apparently. Who wins in that uh, free agent transfer trade? I don't know about the other guy, but I think DeLore, is, he is a gunslinger. You know, he can win you games. And so for what Arizona's looking for, I think that's a major boost to their program. They've got, I've got to give it to them. They've got some big-time momentum going on. Uh, I think they're going to be much tougher. Uh, DTR, that just means the NFL doesn't want you at all. I mean, he's a heck of an athlete, but he's a, a big-time quarterback. No. It remains to be seen. Well, I'm not going to rule not it out. Yet. This, yeah. He takes a major step forward with one more year. Maybe. We're not expecting it. Yeah, uh, but the, the Bruins did win eight games, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's from where they were. Uh, that's, a, that's a step forward. And he missed at least one game. He didn't play against the Utes, right? Uh, Garbers' brother played. Correct. So uh, I think that's good news for their program. College football playoff apparently is going to stay status quo as a four-team event. Another round of meetings. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said the 10 FBS commissioners voted but did not get close to unanimity. Got to be unanimous to rework the existing Is it unanimity or unanimity? Don't look at me, DJ. I thought it was unanimity, but it could be unanimity. The point is they couldn't all agree, so it ain't changing. Yeah, because the SEC doesn't want it. Why should they? They've got a monopoly. Well, I don't think it was the SEC. He said we didn't. Well, it wasn't just the SEC. We didn't even get close. Yeah, because the SEC doesn't want it. One word. Yeah, it's one vote. But other other leagues have their other hangups. What do you mean it's one vote? How do you know there's just one vote there? Did you, did you look at this an 11-member committee? Did you go and break it down? No, but I trust him when he says it didn't get close, and I've read right. the different people. Because all the SEC the don't want, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pac-12 put out a statement that basically said, well, we're good with everything. Right, because they eight. want it. We'd go to eight, we'd go to 12. Because they're desperate. Yeah. So they're only one vote. So you got, they're desperate over here. And you got over there on the other side, why do we want to change and risk losing? We can get two of the uh, four teams in every year. We're great. Why, why are, change something that's are, working? They are good. But they'll get three of the 12, so they'll be great with that too. Yeah, but the more games, the more risk you have an opportunity of losing. And the more money you'll make along the way. I don't think they think they're going to lose quarterfinals. Then why wouldn't they do it then? Okay, since you obviously just debuked my theory, debunked it, why wouldn't you do it? Well, there's other leagues holding out for other things. The American cool. is sitting there saying, we're not going to do the five. Well, actually, and the American so the can go West. straight to hell. <laughs> Nobody cares about them. It can change and no one will care about them after 12, but right now, everybody's got veto power. 
Then form your own union. Who anointed them to give veto power? When they signed the contract, they said it had to be a unanimous vote. What contract? This was just something that came together here in the last few months. There was this is the a legal form. That started the twelve-year deal. Yes. And the America West and the America East and the America Central has just as much authority and say as the SEC? What a dumb contract to enter into. (laughs) Contract they entered into so that they wouldn't get sued. Here, you can have a spot, but sign the deal. You're not suing us. This is how it's this is how it's happening for the next 12 years. Sue all you want. Final AP Top 25 poll is out. Utah, number 12. BYU, number 19. Utah State, number 24. All three teams ranked a combined 31 wins. The best of times for local college football. Sure, if that matters to you. I mean, but if you don't get in the playoff, I mean, I've been told that's what that's where it's at. And the way too early thing, I saw you put out a thing that's fifth. How come we never have, like, the partial too early? It's always the way, way too, too early. early. Like in, in August. Isn't it the partial too early? Because still got transfer and you still got a signing day. And okay, still got fine. I don't know. season injuries. That's not the point. And so I think the people who put it out put it out as a way too early. Like, yeah, I know it's way too early, but it's fine. Let's do right. it. Right. That's not the point. The point is after that, like in June, have a, you know, um, partially partial too early. That's creative, PK. And then, you know, in July, and not quite as late, but somewhat still too early. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's you always the way too early in January. But I, I want updates as we go. I think they actually do put out updates as But they, they never call it that. They don't make as big a splash. Because this is like the day after and we're still in football Mid-season mode. off-season <laughs> yeah. partial poll. You know what I mean? Spring football-ish partial update. And then in August. And it, it, it's not. It's just the too early. At, at August, you just need the too early. You don't need the way too early. With Sports Illustrated's way too early that caught my eye. They had Utah at number five for next year. You want a better one? Sure. What do you got? The athletic, number four. Ooh. Well, we need to have the zone. Down. We need to DJ. No, we'll we, let, let's have our own. And then and, and, and our station, we just, no, no, we do our own. Oh, we do our own. Yeah, this, oh, is, no. this is the way this works. Buddy. The DJ and PK yeah, version? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? Let's put it out there. 100 days before the kickoff, we'll do the top 100 at 100. Oh, hell no. <laughs> if you're going to do that, just do the 130. Just by the time down. I get to 75. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we got a 40-day head, head start on uh, Scotty G and Hans. And I want our own pickleball tournament. Yeah, I actually saw a pickleball tournament on TV. Yeah. In one of the NFL it's a raging sport. If you didn't blow out your knee in 1964, you could play. It's a great sport. If you can't play tennis, buddy, you can't play pickleball. I'm sorry. I can't play ma- tennis. I you don't. You made it's the different. rules. Your oh, because your friend rules. died, right? Is that what it was? No. <laughs> Why don't you play tennis? You told, told me you. somebody left the community. Something right. happened. Yeah, the person I played tennis with left. So okay. I <laughs> you don't play tennis, but you tell me you can play tennis. I could, yeah. I don't want to, but I could. I'm not any good at it. Well, then pickleball's easier. Yeah, that court looked tiny. It's uh, way more fun. Yeah. So we need. Uh, I heard Rick Barry on on the uh, some show, some national show on my uh-huh. satellite radio, and, and he tends to brag about himself. Just want you to know. Won the 77 year old, 75 and up division, national champion in pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> it was doubles when I was channel surfing yeah, through. Yeah. 
doubles, and they were they were somewhere cool, the Bahamas maybe or something. I can't remember. They were they were somewhere good. Just don't stay. You got to get out of the kitchen. You can't. Your feet can't be in the kitchen. What's the kitchen? The kitchen is the line between the net and where you're allowed to stand. Oh, so you can't go like in tennis. I'll go to the net. You and... can't go right to it. Oh, okay. I guess you could, but you can't hit it. So then you'd have to go back. Yeah. So if your momentum carries you up there, that's fine. But yeah, but you, you can't hit it in there. Right. And you can't, you know, Breaking? on the serve, you have to make it, it has to bounce once and go. I'm telling you, we need to When's have our last time pick- you played pickleball? Uh, last month. My wife's friend is an absolute freak, plays in multiple leagues. Mm-hmm. Anytime we get together, we got to freaking play pickleball. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. I played it in, uh, I was in Nevada last month and we played it because they were there too. So we uh, played at uh, a new park in Vegas, and they must have had 25 courts, and every one of them was packed on a Saturday morning. Hmm. That's it. Yak, let's get that. Our own pickleball. I have yet to play. I've been looking forward to giving it a shot, so let's do it. We'll get a sold-out crowd. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. PK was on it yesterday. Not one, not two, three questions of the day. What are you, LeBron James? A little bit, yeah. We will get to those next. Tim Lacombe will be here at 8 o'clock to talk Utah Jazz. Tim Brando here at 9 o'clock, college football and basketball broadcaster for Fox Sports. Put a bow on the college football season and look ahead. Tim's coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Unripe. Guys are doing a hell of a job. Here's what is great about what George Klebkoff said. I love the brutal honesty. I mean, if you can't look at a situation and assess it and and call it what it is and say what it is, you're never going to improve. If you're constantly putting a Band-Aid on it and say, no, we're, we're in a good spot. We're just, you know, just give us another year. Just give us, you know, it's a building year, you know, but, but man, next year things are going to be good. Next year never comes around. And when you can come out and make a very clear, very bold, very accurate and very honest statement, that's really kind of the first step to like making change. Unbelievable. Catch Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Hot Takes Your Toast is brought to you by Zero Res. Zero Res is the only carpet cleaner for a smarter, lasting clean. Zero Res's patented process uses only water to clean, meaning no crunchy carpets and a spot-free carpet that is safe for the whole family. Schedule your carpet cleaning today by calling 801-288-9376. 801 288 or book online at ZeroResSaltLake.com. If you're up north, it's ZeroResDavisWeaver.com. Question of the day. It's a three-parter. We got topics. A couple of them college football, one of them NBA and jazz. We're going to start with the one that got the most comments overnight, more than 40 of them. Why should Jackson Dart choose either BYU or Utah? Put on the gear of your favorite school, be the assistant coach, and give the pitch. Oh, they got everything you want. You want to go to the NFL? We can get you to the NFL. We've got multiple we got quarterbacks in the NFL from both schools as we speak. Look at last weekend. Look at the guys, the local ties we're playing. Yeah. So and that's a dream. And uh, who knows? Maybe it's uh, more than a dream. Maybe it's 
quite a reality. Remains to be seen. Still a long way to go in the young fellow's uh, progression. But, you know, he looked good at times, especially when you uh, grade him on the curve for a freshman and all that stuff. Uh, obviously, at uh, Corner Canyon, he looked awesome. So, you can do that. You'd be a hometown hero. NIL, locally. If you win here, then you never have to buy a beer. Somebody always buy it for you? No, that's metaphoric. It could be hot chocolate, whatever. You get the point. Tires. Cars. You can get hired. Yeah. Vacations. Yeah. So you got that going on? Cabins. Houseboats at Lake Powell. I hate Lake Powell. I know. I wish they'd drain it. And proven offensive coordinators, veteran guys that can't guarantee anything there either, but looks like they would be there during your duration. I mean, Ludwig's getting up there. He's been doing it for a number of years, 30-some years. Maybe he might leave. Seems like he's settled in, especially since both coach, both coordinators, the head coach has a defensive background, which probably means you have more freedom, or you have all the freedom you want. Now, I know that Aaron Roderick recruited Dart heavily at BYU. Everybody's aware now you got to maintain those relationships because so many quarterbacks are transferring. Yeah, who would have thought in. SC is going to their their top two guys are going to leave? I know. Would you go to USC because Slovis is really entrenched there? Turns out the coach gets fired and both quarterbacks are taken off because yeah. the new coach is apparently bringing in his favorite from his old school. Yeah, that's the way it looks. You would think that would be the next logical announcement that uh, was his name Williams mm-hmm. that he would uh, go there once a Dart put his name in there. There's also the other kid. Uh, Miller said he's going to stay as long as he gets a fair shot. So haven't heard anything on that. And I know they recruited uh, uh, another kid out of uh, Southern California. He's going to go there. So they'll probably be fine there. But nevertheless, the position is open. That's a surprise. So what should Dart do? Hmm. Got a lot of suggestions here. Now the question was, why should Jackson choose either BYU or Utah? It was basically inviting fans to be the assistant coach who's got to recruit them and make the pitch, as you just did to open this segment. But that's not how most people took it. Jeremy, he shouldn't choose Utah. They have Cam. He's a great QB. (laughs) That was not why he should choose. That was why he shouldn't choose. But he's not alone. Chris, no room at Utah. Cam is our guy. Parker, he shouldn't go to either school. Jaron Hall and Conover would transfer from BYU if that were the case. Cam Rising, Jaquinta Jackson, and others would transfer out of Utah. Well, then he should go there. Because if they're both going to transfer, then the position is wide open. At both schools. And you would think the coaches would have the finger on the pulse of, well, how are the other guys going to react? Are they going to leap? Well, then what is, who's the better quarterback? This guy. Well, then take this guy if he's a better quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you're paid to win games. And then the, uh, you know. We just saw this at Washington State. And it's what we're seeing at USC. This is why Dart's out there. 
We think we got a better quarterback. He transfers in. If we lose the guy who's here, so be it. That's what it boils down to. Right. And it just did at Washington State with Delora. And it just did at USC with Dart. And with Slovis. Logan says, as Utah has learned, it never hurts to have two good quarterbacks because QB1 is always one hit from going down. Either school would be happy to have Dart, and he's okay with being a backup. Why, why would as, we assume he'd be the Initially, backup? as he was a backup at USC. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that that's apples and oranges <laughs> right there. Slovis was the entrenched starter, and he was a true freshman. Okay, but now he's played and he's looked good. You would think he wants a situation where he's going to a start, b commit to or compete to start. So you're talking about, well, he's going to compete wherever he goes. Well, some places he might be a shoe in. The cupboard might be bare. But there's still competition. It's not the, the cupboard. Is, might be there, no place is the cupboard bare. Out of out of scholarship quarterbacks, but every place there'll be competition. Some will be more competition than others. Some don't have a returning starter. Some do, but so what? Adam says, nobody wants to be the backup anymore. All this talk of team and next man up. Except when I'm not on film, how do I go pro if I'm not the starter? The transfer portal's a mistake. It needs to stop. It's not stopping. Why is it a mistake? Uh, I think Adam thinks too many people are transferring, but I don't know. He doesn't spell it out. Yeah, but it's not his kid who isn't getting what he believes is a fair shake. Well, there's that. <laughs> they need to be all all for it. I wouldn't assume that Dart is going to come in and back up anybody just because somebody else started. I'm with you. I would not assume that. And coaches are paid to win, so they're going to go with the best quarterback. Yeah. Dart comes in and lights it up, then Dart starts. And that doesn't matter what school we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, Delora can go to Arizona, but if Dart goes to Arizona and Dart beats out Delora, Delora's the backup. Yes. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't have any I, I know, idea if he you. has any interest in going to Arizona. Point. Yeah. That's exactly it, true. It doesn't matter. If he goes to UCLA and DTR is coming back for the super senior year, if he beats him out, Dart starts and DTR is the backup for a super senior year. And I like year. that. Dart starts. Kind of rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Problem with BYU. Is if he went there now, he couldn't participate in spring ball. Because the earliest they can get him in school is April. Is what I've been told. So I don't know if that matters to him. Does it matter to them? They would take him in April. Yeah, right. But that's not... <laughs> that's what I thought the answer was. That, that's, that's not up to them. Yeah. They'd take him in August. I mean, name your time you want to come here. We'll take you. And if we have to cut somebody, we'll cut somebody. So is that because BYU already started the semester? Yeah, whatever their academic yeah. rules are. Yeah. So, uh, so Dart's got to decide quickly because lots of schools here will be in the same situation over the next week or so. Yeah, but I think they usually do decide quickly. Or how you decide whatever your time frame is. And the better you are, the more time you have. I mean, that's the way of the world. Eldon says, Utah State, the scheme is there. Players are getting there through the transfer portal. The coaching staff is there. The conference championship is there. The only thing lacking is sexiness. Kids want to be sexy and win nowadays. So I don't think he wants to go to a group of five. 
Jackson Dart's too big. He wants the power five. The glitz and the glam. Well, he doesn't have to go there. No, he doesn't. I wouldn't think. Which is exactly what Jordan says. Why would a quarterback like Dart choose a G5 team when he's got the entire P5 to choose from? And Eldon admits, yeah, sure, I wouldn't disagree with that. (laughs) Eldon's a fan. He just wants him there. He knows it's not likely to happen. No, I can argue there's more competition at Utah State than there is the other places. I mean, if he if he wanted to go to BYU, you know you're going to play because the reality of Jaron Hall starting 13 games is pretty slim, unfortunately. Sure, but is that uh, is that enough? Is what enough? Playing the three games he doesn't start, or oh, does he think he would win and seize not as the job? I think he thinks yeah, he's going he to start wherever he goes. Yeah. Game one or when there's an injury. Game one. Well, I mean that's his mindset. I would think. That I'll go wherever I go and be ready to go. So go, go. Whichever school he chooses. I mean, I've even heard Oregon, and they got Knicks from up, so what? Yeah, he would definitely think he can beat out Knicks. The only people that are loyal are the fans. Everybody else is, and Stetson Bennett the fourth. (laughs) <laughs> good for him uh, there's always going to be exceptions but everybody else is basically that's every man for himself family on three uh, but I'm going to get I'm going to extend the family <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go play with the cousins over there yeah uh, family on three great um, what does that mean that doesn't mean anything. It means, you, yeah, we'll treat you like we got a good football family as long as you can produce for us. But if you're not good enough, we're going to get somebody in here who is better. I mean, Charlie Brewer, family on three. Whoop. I'm out. <laughs> All of a sudden, we got irreconcilable differences. You suck. That was the big difference. Where's that? What What did family on three mean to, to, to Charlie Brewer? About the same thing it meant to Tuttle. I'm out! Yeah. And who's the other kid? Costelli. Yeah. I'm out! Yeah. Ex-family on three. <laughs> Only on that, no. Charlie Brewer is ex-family on one. <laughs> he didn't even get to three. You're starting him? I'm out. Gone. Goodbye. Ex-family on one. So it's all a bunch of hokey sayings. It's all proven around winning. And I know they'll probably think, Scally's probably listening, if he knows he's already at the football office, but he would think, oh, no, no, we're family. Yeah, yeah. But if you found somebody better, if you've got, if uh, Keeley Starr, Keeley Ringo, wanted to come play cornerback for Utah, and he's better than Clark Phillips, and you got somebody on the other side who's better than Clark Phillips, <clears throat> sorry, Clark. You got a heck of a secondary. <laughs> now you're Yeah, rolling. we'll move you around a little bit, but we're going with the best players. That is what they say all the time. They yeah. come on the air and tell us we play the best guys. Yeah. Get the best 11 on the field. And that's the way it has to be. Because it's a cold, hard, cold-hearted world out there, and they'll run you in a second. I mean, Kalani's got it going on. Two nice seasons, two bad seasons, and look where we're at. If it should come to that. Which isn't necessarily out of the realm, having to make the transition into the Big 12. So they need as much talent as they could possibly get. 
Well, you definitely need to be too deep. Sometimes you need to be three deep. And we just saw injuries all over the BYU defense. Utah, as recently as the previous year, Cam was the guy until his shoulder was jacked up and he was out. Well, I mean, they played a running back at cornerback. Yeah. That tells you how deep you need to be. (laughs) (laughs) We always need one more player. Yeah. So that sums it up right there. A guy, didn't he start at cornerback, running back in the first game? Against Weber, have to go back. Wasn't Bernard? Wasn't he the star? Because he was the returner. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. And there he is playing in the biggest game of his life. He's playing a position he hadn't played in years and didn't even play this season. So you want depth? Yeah, you got to have it. You got to have it big time. I mean, the leading receiver for Alabama goes out during the game last night. Game still goes on. They ain't stopping it. Nope. Next man up. Yeah. And so, if you're not good enough, well, George is happy about that. You know, that's the great thing about the transfer rule in the NIL and all this stuff is it's bring the light the fact that college football for years now has been a big business. And what can you grab from it? And if you don't grab from, from it, somebody else is going to come along and grab What can you do to make that benefit you? That's the reality. And I have zero problem of it. It's dog eat dog. You want to go to this school? That sounds good now. They make a change. They're bringing in this guy. Okay, I'm out. What? And that's the way you need to have that mentality. Screw family on three. What's in it for me on three? I mean, that's the reality of the situation. What can you do to make that benefit you the most? That's where we're at. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. When we come back, what went wrong with the Utah Jazz? We will get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. David Locke. Our defensive issues are real. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, right? Like, we've got to figure some things out defensively. Go look at us against the home court teams and what our defensive ratings have been this year. It's not good. We're not good if Rudy's not bailing everyone out. We're not good when Rudy's off the floor. we got to figure this out. Like, I don't know how we're figuring it out, but if you want one issue to look at, it's going to be the separator of whether or not this team wins the championship or not. That's going to be it. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Lenderite Mortgage will be live with DJ and PK Wednesday morning to help you get the lowest rates on your new mortgage or refinance. Listen Wednesday morning and visit lenderitemortgage.com for more information. All right. Question of the day, part two, the Utah Jazz. Beaten by the Detroit Pistons. How pathetic was the Jazz loss to the Pistons? Anthony says the defense was so awful! Exclamation point. Adam says pathetic loss. How many games this season they've given up a double-digit lead and then lost by double digits? It's a joke. Thirty-two point swing in the game last night, in Detroit. Man. Up 22 in the second quarter, beaten by 10. I thought it was over. I thought, sweet, I'll be able to focus more on the National Championship game. But no, I had to go back locked down. Cade Cunningham. Remember that name. Okay. (laughs) I will. Detroit hitting threes from everywhere. Corner threes. Wing threes. Top of the key straight away. 
Tony, that was embarrassing. Giving up 76 points in the second half to an eight-win team. It was 78, but no way to spin this one. Jazz have four losses to the bottom three teams in the East. If Gobert is ever out for any extended period of time, kiss this team goodbye. Sayonara. Steven says, well, we were down a few key players. Jazz seem unmotivated, not sure what's happened in the locker room, but it needs to be fixed, and these guys need to start having fun again. Well, winning is fun. It's hard to have fun when you're losing. Does the fun make the winning, or does the winning make the fun? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to have fun when you're losing, for sure, unless it, <clears throat> you had look over your bank account. Yeah. I mean, they get paid the same, win or lose. Uh, they get paid in extraordinary amounts of money. Uh, but sure, winning is more fun. There's no doubt about it. And they haven't won. They've lost three games in a row. The teams that are Indiana was ten games under five hundred. Toronto, well, that's an excusable situation there. Although by their own choosing, I mean they chose not to bring a bunch of their guys. Presumably, so they'd have their guys and could win the games in Indiana and Detroit, which they then didn't win. Yeah, I just don't know. I think COVID, and they didn't want them to go through the country and worry about all that crap. Uh, and that's fine. That's one time a year. Uh, one loss in the regular season is not going to determine your success in the playoffs. If it does, they weren't that good in the first place anyway. Uh, so you got that going on there. But then you lose to Detroit, which is just absolutely awful. I mean, guys, I mean, watching this team, like, who are them? I don't even know who you are. All these guys. Never even heard of you. I used to be hardcore Detroit Pistons fan. My mother-in-law, her second marriage was uh, during the Pistons run. She grew up in Detroit. So all these people were from Detroit. And she had the wedding at the Arizona Club in uh, Phoenix. And so the, the finals were on. And all these folks were around the television. Because you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you got these siblings and whatnot. They're all, that's where they're mm-hmm. from. That's where she grew up. Right? So they were Pistons fans, obviously. And, and, of course, everybody knew the team back then, the bad boys. But it was fun to be around. It's always fun for me to be around people who are way into it. And you watch them and see their... I enjoy that. You know, her her grandson went to Michigan State, and they were here one year when Michigan State was playing in a bowl game. And he was just, just living and dying. And they got down big, and they came back. It was a big uh, big comeback, and they won the game. I was so excited. Uh and he was debating, should he go up to Snowbird? Because his brother was there, <laughs> you know. And so, should I go now? And I came and said, well, I'll take you any time, you know. But we got time because it, it doesn't take that long. It's not, you don't have to drive two hours, you know. I'll get you up there. You'll be ready to go in a half hour. So he wanted to go because they were getting, now ah, let's go. Now let's wait one more possession. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. So it's always fun to be around people who are way into it. Uh, but these Pistons, man, I, I'm in a new Cunningham because I saw him at Oklahoma State. And he went there. I think his brother was on the staff. Uh, and he was going to be a one-and-donner, obviously, and that's exactly what happened. And he looked great. Uh, I was excited for him to see a nice young player. Um, but, man, the Jazz, you, you should have had enough to win that game, even with some of the guys out. And it was pretty clear they did until suddenly they didn't. Yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, up 22, we were all thinking the same thing. Get ready to focus on the football. This is getting out of hand. Then they reeled them right back in before halftime. And 
third quarter. Jazz are terrible in the third quarter. Oh, for sure. They got run off the floor. Yeah, you're right, because the 22-point lead whittled down as half as we got closer to halftime. And then the momentum that they gained, speaking of the Pistons, they carried it right into the second half. It was down to 14 at halftime, and they took the lead in the third quarter. There's no way I would have anticipated that. I would have anticipated a nice little blowout win, 3-2 on the trip, come home, get Joe back, see where Rudy's at, and... You know, get him back soon, and away you go. I got to give Donovan Mitchell credit, though, man. Win or lose, he's, he's saying w- the right things. He's, w- he's still well, talking. he's willing to do it. Yeah, easier to hide than ever with Zoom. Yeah. So I got I got to give him credit for taking on a leadership role, on because you can be, uh, you know, as you say, a front runner when you win, sure, but he's there talking in real talk win or lose and I think that's great I think that really sets the tone you want that out of your best players it's a new year and time for a new you Davis Vision can help you ditch those glasses or contacts with LASIK schedule your free consultation today and save a thousand dollars call Robin today at 801-253-3080 or visit davisvisionmd.com and make sure you tell them the zone sent you coming up next more basketball Tim Lacombe jazz radio studio analyst joins us In five minutes, right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.